Welcome to Weight Loss for Dentists. I'm Dr. Natanya Brown, a board-certified endodontist and certified life and weight coach. I'm on a mission to help dentists live at their goal weight without relying on deprivation or willpower or even intense workouts. If you want to start making more mindful choices so that you can lose weight permanently and have fun in the process, you're in the right place. Hey friends, I am so happy that you're joining me again today. Um, This week I'm making some final preparations. I'm going to be delivering two presentations at Yankee Dental Congress uh, out in Boston in a few short weeks. I went to Tufts for dental school, so I always look forward to being back in Boston. And, you know, if you're going to be at Yankee, um, if you live in the area and you're going to be there and you want a chance to hear me speak, um, then come to Yankee Dental Congress. Um, Both my presentations are going to be on Saturday, January 28th. At 9 a.m., my presentation is entitled, How to Get Off the Dental Treadmill, and I'll be teaching some steps so that you can feel more in control, both in and out of the dental office, how to get out of overwhelm and create a greater sense of peace and balance in your life. And the second presentation is called How to De-Stress After a Day of Dentistry Without Gaining Weight. So that one's really going to be focused on how we process stress Um, you know, that builds up during the day, day after day, so that you're not just left resorting to, you know, grabbing a glass of wine or a yummy treat like I did for so many years to help me feel better at the end of a stressful day. Um, So that presentation's at 2 p.m. If you've been listening for a while, you know I have nothing against enjoying food or alcohol. However, the way we process stress from a day plays an intimate role in deciding if we are going to be grabbing food and alcohol as a way to cope, or if we've got the skills to cope and then can make a conscientious and mindful choice for what we want to be eating, which of course can include yummy food and alcohol. But there is a really big difference there, okay? So these two classes are going to be really great. I'm super looking forward to them. So again, if you live in New England or in the Boston area, if you're going to be at Yankee Dental Congress, I really hope that you'll be able to make it. Um, and yeah, feel free to come up to me and say hi if you're there. All right. So a quick update on my new puppy, Elsie, who is currently curled up on my lap, chewing on a little bully stick. She's doing amazing. She's doing great with potty training. Um, And really exciting news, she started to sleep through the night, which if you have kids or have had a puppy at any point, you know this is a pretty massive deal. I'm starting to feel like a human again, which is amazing. And um, I'm having a lot of fun with her. So um, all in all, puppy life is definitely tiring, a lot of work, but so far I am having a lot of fun. All right, my friends. So on to today's episode, I want to talk to you about how taking ownership of your weight loss process is going to be really important, not just relying on external inputs all the time to figure everything out. Okay. So here's the thing. When you do diet after diet after diet, Without potentially any success or much success, you might have the thought that you just need more information, that you just haven't found the right thing, or what's even worse, 
which honestly is kind of heartbreaking. I know some of you start thinking there's something wrong with me or why can't I figure this out? And then you really make that mean that you're never going to lose the weight that you want to lose. And you might even think that there's just something wrong with you. You're just critically flawed somehow. And what I really want to offer to you today is a very different way of thinking about things, a way where you get to take control of the situation, control of your decisions around food, decisions that are ultimately going to really support your weight loss goal permanently. So here's the thing. There are literally no fewer than like a million and one different ways to lose weight. If you Google the words lose weight, you're probably going to find more ideas than you could ever contemplate doing in an entire lifetime. And you know, the funny thing is, is it kind of reminds me of techniques for placing composites, for example, right? Like, of course, you know, you could use whatever alternative that might apply, okay? But basically, there's a lot of different ways to do the same thing. And ultimately, you could follow any process to a T and get the results that you're looking for. Or what I'm really going to be proposing here in this episode is that you look at the types of diets that you've tried in the past. And even if you haven't gotten the results that you've wanted, I want you to just stop and ask yourself, well, what part of that diet or weight loss process really did work for me? Even if overall it wasn't something that you wanted to stick with or continue with indefinitely. Okay. See what tends to happen for a lot of us is we start a diet, you know, maybe let's say best case scenario, we do lose some weight, which is, you know, great. We're following the process, but in reality, a lot of times we don't have a true intention to stick with that diet for the rest of our lives. Okay. So we don't necessarily enjoy doing whatever it is the diet is telling us to do. And so it's no surprise that we don't stick with it. But I really want you to think about what things maybe you could take with you from a particular diet or weight loss program that maybe did work for you. Maybe you learned a few quick and simple meals to put together. Maybe you got in the habit of drinking more water, or maybe there were exercises that you enjoyed. Um, maybe you learned that actually you could do okay without eating a lot of sugary foods for, you know, a period of time. And actually maybe you even started, uh, uh, maybe some of your sugar cravings decreased, for example, whatever the case may be, not all of whatever past diets you've tried may have been totally bad. And you certainly were not a failure for not sticking with it. Okay, so this is what happens for a lot of us when we stop a particular diet, we make it mean that we are bad at follow through, that perhaps we're a quitter, and worse yet, that we may always have difficulty losing weight. Okay, and this type of thought process, these thoughts and these potential beliefs are not going to really help us get to our goal. Okay, so I want you to let's go back to that uh, example that I just came up with, with like, you know, placing a composite or any routine procedure that you may do regularly, right? Are you doing it exactly the same way that you learned how to do it in dental school? Okay, maybe yes, but more than likely, you've adapted your own technique and you've learned new things in the years that you've been practicing after dental school, and you've really figured out what works for you. Now, maybe there's a specific 
um, I don't know, two-step prime and bond that you enjoy using. Uh, maybe there's an all-in-one, uh, you know, whatever, etch prime and bond that you like to use. Um, or, you know, a specific curing light that's faster. Um, and, you know, maybe there's a matrix system that's way better than the one that you used in dental school, for example. I'm just pulling these examples out of nowhere. But the bottom line is that you're probably not even doing the exact same thing on every single patient. Like maybe the core elements are the same, but more than likely you're adapting things slightly differently depending on what tooth you're working on, depending on how great or not great the isolation is, uh, you know, depending on if it's a posterior tooth or an anterior tooth or, you know, depending on the cosmetic needs of this particular tooth or patient, right? Right. I mean, I could keep on going, but the whole point is that you learned how to place composites in dental school, but in in reality, what you were really doing was learning how to problem solve different situations so that not everything, you know, throughout your practice was going to be cookie cutter, right? And so you learned how to add your own flavor into the mix, so to speak, right? Like if you were cooking a soup, instead of just following the recipe, you know, to a T verbatim, you've actually started to take some ownership over this soup recipe, adding your own spices, your own flavors, etc. Okay, so I can't even tell you how important this skill is for you in the weight loss process, Now, most of us, we love the idea of being told exactly what to do. We have the thought that, you know, it's just going to make things easier. It's just going to take the thought process out of it if we're told what to do. And I truly want you to imagine what that would look like if that were the case for you in your dental practice. Like, can you actually imagine having an overseeing dentist, uh, overseeing dentist, singular, (laughs) that's like, you know, dictating treatment to you I hope that's not the case for you. I highly doubt that's what you want, right? More than likely, you want to feel confident in your diagnosis. You want to, you know, recommend a treatment plan for the patient. And then you want to be able to execute on that treatment plan. And, you know, hopefully, obviously, things go well with a high degree of success, right? Over the course of time, you gradually learn you know, in what ways you could improve your techniques, maybe make small tweaks. And of course, you can also collaborate with colleagues, talk over certain cases and and learn, right? But it's really no different with weight loss, okay? And I want you, I I just want to invite you to, to think about, you know, when you look back at your past attempts for weight loss, even if you have the thought like, oh, you failed at whatever diet, I don't want you to think about it in terms of failure. I want you to think about it in terms of, you know, that didn't work for me for this particular reason and get really honest with yourself. What parts didn't work? Well, maybe the process would have worked if you did stick with it, but whatever it was, you weren't willing to stick with. So you could look at it like, hey, you're a failure and beat yourself up because you weren't consistent. Or you could be honest with yourself and come to terms with the fact that that wasn't whatever that diet was offering and telling you to do was not something you were willing to do forever. So that's not actually a failure. That's you coming to terms with how you want to live your life, right? And it also doesn't mean that you're not capable of losing weight. It means that 
It's now time to find a way for you to be able to lose weight in a way where you're able to live your life. You're able to enjoy certain foods, for example, right? So at, so look back at your prior weight loss attempts and ask yourself, what parts of the process did work for me? What parts did I actually like? And what parts didn't work for me? And so it's totally fine to pick and choose and to then be willing to put together a process for yourself that's at least a starting point for a process that you're going to then feel really good about because you're synthesizing it yourself, okay? Now, this is what I talk about with every single one of my students within the Weight Loss for Dentists program. It's not a cookie cutter process whatsoever, okay? So every single one of my students, they learn exactly what it means to create a customized process where, where they're totally involved, right? Now, of course, I'm supporting them in that process, right? But what they're doing is they're picking, they're deciding deliberately what's going to work with my lifestyle, what's going to work with my schedule, what's going to work with my dietary preferences, and what's going to work with the available time that I have to devote to weight loss, right? How much enjoyment do I want out of my food? How much repetition do I want versus, you know, novelty and different types of foods, right? And each one of you would answer these questions a little bit differently. For this reason, no part of the weight loss process needs to be cookie cutter. And I truly would caution you before you get tempted to sign up for, you know, the latest craze or fad that you might find on social media promising you that, you know, you'll lose 10 pounds this week, <laughs> right? I just want you to think really critically, right? Like pass it through your internal filter, whatever it is that this diet is recommending that you do, right? Is it really going to be the best option for you to help you achieve your goals? Or is this going to be like this quick fix situation where you're not really learning long-term habit changes that lead to permanent results, right? So when you learn how to lose weight your way, you're no longer dependent on somebody prescribing to you the exact step-by-step process. You're more likely to pick and choose what's actually going to work for you. You're going to customize things and you're going to understand that there are nuances. It's not just all black and white and all or nothing, right? So I really want you to really think about what's going to work for you. The truth of the matter is that you could train a monkey to do a composite restoration, right? But the reason we get paid as dental healthcare providers is for our brain. It's for our capability of diagnosing and then deciding what treatment is appropriate, which type of treatment is best in a given situation. And it's so that we can problem solve. And then when plan A doesn't go as expected, to be able to pivot and go to plan B without beating ourselves up or throwing in the towel, but just being able to follow through with plan B, right? So any one of us can follow a strict diet plan for a period of time. Okay, if I were to tell you, look, I'm going to give you $10 million to stick with the most rigid diet you could ever imagine, you would do it. I'm positive. Okay, it's not that you're incapable. 
But the issue is, right, that without offering that kind of money, most of us are probably just not that willing to drastically, completely overhaul our diets, completely up our exercise routine, right? Because we want to enjoy our lives. And when we follow really rigid diet rules, basically what we're doing is we're following somebody somebody else's recipe for this proverbial soup that we want to be consuming, right? But it's actually not the kind of soup we want to be having. All right, I'm totally mixing analogies here between soups and composite resins, but I hope you get the point. The point is that we need to learn how to lose weight our way. We need to really be involved in that process. We need to give ourselves permission to do what feels good for our body. And no, I'm not talking about indulging in every last treat or things that only taste good, although it is fine to have treats on occasion, of course, but I'm talking about really listening to your system, right? More than just following a diet because the diet tells you you should be doing something. And I'll give you a really quick example. I've worked with several people that have been told they need to eat a certain number of macros, right? And if they're not eating or, you know, consuming them in certain ratios at certain times a day, that then they're going to have issues losing weight. And what's really funny is that some of these, actually all of my clients that have mentioned this to me, they actually tell me that they could barely consume as many macros as they were being told that they needed to be consuming. And essentially, they were eating more than their bodies actually wanted. It it just didn't feel good to them. So it doesn't take a rocket scientist to know that, you know, if you're eating when you're not actually hungry, that's not going to help you lose weight. So another example is the idea of calories and being told that you, you know, maybe you plug your numbers into some calculator and you need to eat a certain quantity of calories every day based on your height and your current weight and the weight that you want to get to, right? This is just another form of a diet that's just a rigid situation with a different name. In other words, the idea that your body would need the exact same amount of food day in and day out, it's actually rather ludicrous. Now, maybe you have a pretty consistent schedule, maybe you have a pretty consistent level of activity, but even then your needs from day to day can still vary. And I want you to imagine for a moment, you know, a newborn infant, Um, you know, sure, there may be a recommendation for the amount of ounces of milk that they should be consuming in order to thrive and grow, um, you know, average number of ounces per day. But any parent knows that, you know, the kid may not get the exact same quantity of uh, or ounces of milk every single day. They might not want the exact same quantity every day. There's some days that they're going to go through a growth spurt and they're going to need more. And then there's other days where their appetite might just not be the same. Now, of course, infants um, are not the same as, you know, they're growing. We are adults. We're not growing. But the metaphor still applies in terms of we don't need the exact same number of calories every single day. And the problem with counting calories is that let's say there's a day where you're, you know, you're just not as hungry. You didn't quite get in the total number of calories that, you know, you've been allowed for the day. Well, most of us would see that discrepancy and then think to ourselves, this is pretty amazing. I now go get to have a candy bar or, you know, whatever, an apple or a banana. 
Bottom line is you think to yourself, you get to go eat something else because you haven't actually consumed all your calories for the day, not even really paying attention or uh, caring about the fact that you're not even really hungry. Now, do you see how you can, can, uh, how, how it can actually do us in to only be paying attention to calories? On the flip side, there may be days that you're legitimately hungrier than the day prior. However, maybe you ate all the calories that you're allotted, and so you may think, well, there's something wrong with me. I shouldn't be hungry, or now how am I going to manage all this extra hunger that I have because I'm not supposed to eat anything else? And so you may be told that you need to ignore your hunger pangs, right, because you can't go over your amount of calories, And so what you're not doing, when you're counting calories, what you're not doing is actually paying attention to your body and learning how to develop trust in yourself that you can truly learn when you're legitimately hungry, when you need to respond to the hunger, and when you're legitimately full and do not need any more food. So when you learn how to lose weight your way, okay, in a way where you are paying attention to your body, It's an invitation to tune in to your body and actually listen to your body and rebuild the trust with yourself. Probably the biggest take-home point that I want you to, to learn from today's episode is the idea that when you decide to lose weight your way, you're actually putting trust in your own ability to make decisions just like with the example of placing composites, right? Like you've grown to a point where you trust your ability to decipher what material is best in any given situation, which matrix band, which prime and bond, whatever, right? So you've developed a high degree of trust in your ability to make those kinds of choices. Now, does this mean that you're perfect all the time? Of course not. We're all going to make some kinds of clinical mistakes in our in our practice lives, right? In our dental practice. And we don't need to beat ourselves up. We learn from those mistakes and we move on. And the same thing goes with weight loss. You can have trust in your ability to make decisions and you will make mistakes from time to time. It's okay if you're not perfect. Too many people tell me that they want to be told exactly what to do because they don't trust that they're going to make great decisions. And that's fine for starters. I understand that. But ultimately, what makes the difference in the long run is to take ownership, to gradually take ownership, to develop that trust and that confidence in yourself, in your own process, in your own thinking, in your own capability, to not rely on external sources to tell you what to do. So this is what I help every single one of my students do. So I support them. I help them figure out the best decisions for them. And I empower them to continue to feel capable of making their own amazing decisions. And I'm really upfront with the idea that my goal is to help people so that ultimately they're not dependent on me, right? Like I would actually be doing all of my clients a huge disservice If I helped foster this sense of dependence, right? Like they were just dependent on me forever. So I teach every single one of my students to start making amazing choices for themselves that are going to carry with them indefinitely. That's what we all want, right? And that's what I want for you too, my friends. All right. So 
One last thing. I want to let you know that enrollment into Weight Loss for Dentists is open. And to see if this program is the right fit for you, I'd invite you to schedule a quick call with me. Let's get you started. Go to drnatanya.com forward slash work with me, no spaces, to learn more and to get scheduled. All right, my friends, I hope you have a fabulous week and I will talk to you next week. Hey, if you're ready to start taking action towards permanent weight loss, then go download my five secrets where I'll teach you the top five things to lose weight and keep it off without resorting to restrictive diets, deprivation, or even intense exercising. Go to drnatanya.com forward slash start. That's drnatanya.com forward slash start to get started. It's time to make your weight loss goal a reality.